Hi, hello and welcome to Youth Updates, a regular drop of info to help keep you in the know when it comes to youth culture. Hello and welcome to another Youth Updates podcast. We are really glad you're here listening. We hope you've had a good month. Uh, just to let you know who you are joined by on the podcast this week. Uh, my name is Hannah. And my name is Beth. We've been here every week with you guys. So if you've been tracking with us, then you should be used to our lovely dulcet tones. Yeah. And you're either thrilled that it's us again or disappointed. But I am sorry. We are going to be (laughs) with you chatting for a bit. We're going to chat through three topics like we usually do. Uh, So we're going to go through three, three, three things. That's hard to say. And we're going to start. Yeah, we're going to start with a hot topic. Um, topic I don't know what to say there a hot topic topic Uh, and Beth's gonna intro what that is I am so if these next two words don't mean something to you I'd be very surprised because we are talking about the one and the only squid game so squid game has risen through the ranks of netflix history recently so just to give some context in case those words are unfamiliar to you squid game is um a show on netflix and it's a korean show um the original language is in korean and it's kind of it's kind of like a hunger games for adults who are in debt is kind of what happens in the show so it's a bunch of people who are in debt trying to win a, a prize money I guess basically um and to do it they play a bunch of kids games but if you lose the game you die basically in a nutshell um so squid game had got over 110 million views in its first month which is the most ever for a streaming program on netflix previously the title holder of that was bridgerton at 82 million um so it's absolutely smashed that and in early october which is only think two weeks after it was released it came number one in netflix in 94 countries so that's every country that actually has a top 10 list um so it's taken the world by storm um and actually the impact of it has been really far reaching like there are billions i think there's over like 40 billion views on hashtags to do with it on tiktok um there's also been a report that um so in the program the players wear white slip-on vans shoes and apparently the sales of those particular shoes that the players wear in the show has gone up by 7,800% since the show started. Isn't that insane? Like, it's absolutely skyrocketed. There's been many games that have emerged of it on Roblox and Minecraft, and I think even Fortnite. Uh, Universities have been running their own secret versions of it. Um, It's done that classic thing where something that is really big and really viral um, trickles down and out into other bits of society. And I think what is really interesting about Squid Game is because... um, I mean, it has been hailed as being great with cinematography and um, plot lines and character development and so on. But I think the interesting thing is, as with anything that's viral, it is trickled down to young people and kids just because it's so commonly out there and talked about. Um, And on some of the platforms they're on, like Minecraft and Roblox and TikTok um, and having little clips on their social media platforms. But obviously, it's not the most lighthearted of things. 
to mm. trickle down um and Hannah you'd heard about some stuff in schools hadn't you yeah so yeah like we said it's kind of it trickles down um, into kind of lots of areas of, of kind of culture. And this I've heard of kind of like, uh, I've seen some newspaper articles and I've seen, you know, people reporting that uh, emails and letters have been sent home to parents saying, don't let them watch it because there's maybe been, I mean, we, you were kind of going to mention this, that it's it's only rated at a 15. Which, which I, think I think is mad that it's only really a 15. Mad. But there's been kind of like maybe reports of like because uh, there's a game in it. Um, this is just from from kind of what I've what I've read about. But there's a there's a game in it where it's it's a bit like Grandma's Footsteps, but obviously mm. a bit more extreme. Red light, green light, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the death that we mentioned, and kids have kind of been like on the playground instead of playing traditional Grandma's Footsteps. There's been kind of a a turnaround of you know if you if you lose and you're out, people are kind of you know pretend shooting people and this is like quite young kids as well so I think schools have been a little bit concerned about um about kind of how that has an impact and and how young maybe some some people are who are watching it I mean for me like 15 is I was quite surprised about that Mm. but I think you know there's been some kids who are even younger like primary school age watching it and you know I think it's probably not the the best thing for for quite young kids to be watching um but yeah there's kind of been like emails and letters sent home like please don't let them watch it um but yeah really interesting isn't it that it's only 15 so like year 11s year 12s year 13s yeah they're all above the age aren't they or of the age or above yeah um so yeah I think it's really interesting and I think I've spoken to some people who are like oh I watched an episode and I had to stop it or it gave me nightmares and then I know other people who I mean adults I'm talking about here um who really enjoyed it and I think it is just that interesting spectrum and I think I was surprised when I saw the rating was only a 15 for how violent and gory it is um so yeah I'm not sure why that decision was made but I wonder if also like in young people's minds whether that plays it down in terms of the impact it could have um I don't know but it's certainly a hot cultural moment right now um, is Squid Game. And yeah, I, it's hard to know if it'll be like a flash in the pan thing or whether it'll be something that people are talking about again and again and again. And I know that they're now going to do a season two of it as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see kind of what unfolds in the future with all of that, really. So yeah, there you go. The rise of Squid Game. Mm, definitely and our second topic to move on is uh to do with popular culture um, and me and Beth did a little bit of research this week on and we like, like scientists do, we, we like to do this sometimes don't we of kind of like <laughs> young people that assert that are a certain age what kind of things have they missed out on because they weren't born do you know what I mean so like what kind of things happened in the year they were born so for example We've been looking at 16 year olds, so your year 11s, your year 12s, they would be born in 2005 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of looked at what kind of maybe movies were released then, what kind of things happened <laughs> that I guess they won't have any recollection of because they were being born. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't remember the year that I was born. Um, and it's just, <laughs> it's just, I think, with all of these, a little bit interesting to think about like are the things that maybe you're mentioning and that you think are culturally relevant and everyone will know about maybe these young people don't because it literally happened when they were born and some of these are a bit scary so 
movies released in 2005. Mm. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. So that's the fourth fourth one. The first Narnia film, Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. I remember that. I loved that film so much. Lucy's like 26 now, can I just say? You know, the youngest one. He's like 26. Crazy. Um, Star Wars Episode 3. The next one, I can't believe, was when 16-year-olds were born. Madagascar. Oh, King Julian. Yeah, I really, really want to watch that now. Um, And Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, obviously the remake, not the original. Yeah, the Johnny Depp one. Not the the Gene Simmons one, because that was before either (laughs) of us were born. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. The one with, uh, with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Some songs, yes. Oh, so the songs. So, James Blunt, you're beautiful. What a what a song that was. That was like number one for ages. And everyone would always like do his false start at the beginning. Like, oh, beautiful. Oh, what a song. Also, Um, the same year that the crazy frog song came out. Ding, 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 ding. The thing is, right, that is definitely one that I feel like if you played it now, the young people would be like, what is this? Like, my. even explain why that happened in the first place either so my mom banned that in our house she was like <laughs> it is not allowed like properly banned oh, gosh uh and yeah and kelly clarkson since you've been gone as well what a bang was it. another big one um but i think that had another lease of life because it was included in the film pitch perfect which was also about mm. nine years ago now oh. but uh but people yeah. still watch that film so Nice, nice. Um, some significant events that happened. Hurricane Katrina, that was pretty major. Um, the London bombings, um, which, you know, might have been quite a, a major moment and something that we all remember. Actually, that some of them wouldn't have been born then, which is quite interesting to think about. Um, some TV things, the UK version of The Apprentice with Sir Alan Sugar. This surprised me because I would have sworn that The Apprentice started way before 2005. In my head, it's just been like a TV institution for years. I know, I know. I remember like watching it every week. This is the big one for me. Doctor Who returns to the BBC after being gone for 16 years with Christopher Eccleston, the second best doctor in the new ones for me. Number one is David Tennant. Oh, interesting. As the Doctor and Billy Piper as Rose. And after we'd looked this up, we had to watch an episode and it was simultaneously worse than I remember and also amazingly better than I remembered. Just just a side note for you guys at home. So yeah, so in our lunch break at work, we put on an episode and slowly more and more people from the office came in and sat down and watched it, which was an absolute joy. I was like, this is amazing. Um, although one of our one of the gap years for Youth for Christ joined us and I realized that she was only about three or four when that episode came out because yeah. of her age and I was like that's terrifying yeah and someone also said they'd never ever watched Doctor Who before which was crazy <laughs> so there you go uh so we did another category which was this one's just terrifying this yeah. one is just absolutely <laughs> terrifying it's ridiculous so 11 year olds so this is your kind of older year sixes younger year sevens born in 2010 so that's 11 years ago which was yesterday Maths, maths. Um, yeah, I was, where was I? I was like in high school somewhere. Um, <laughs> like late high school. Um, so movies released, Toy Story 3, 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, I remember being in the cinema watching that. I remember it being traumatic. I, I remember, remember being traumatic too. I remember oh. sobbing in the cinema. Um, Inception. That's Such a, a good film. film. Mm-hmm. So we have tried to get my dad to understand Inception for many years and he still can't get his head around it. Um, Despicable Me. Now this is one of the ones that terrifies me mm-hmm. because yeah. I feel like this only just came out yeah I feel like the minions thing has then just started um Tangled which was the recreation of Rapunzel that was great that was um (laughs) Twilight Eclipse which is the third one oh remember the Twilight series wow um Iron Man 2 which also makes you realize how long the Marvel universe has been going for in film my word that was 11 years ago um and also Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one so the Harry Potter films were still coming out. Um, so for those 11 year olds, most of them came out before they were born. So only the Deathly Hallows part one and two have been out since they were born. Wowie. That makes sense. Gosh. Um, yes, yeah, songs. Well, it was a year for Katy Perry because that was when she <laughs> released um, like California Girls and Teenage Dream. It was a big Katy Perry year, but also... Um, TikTok by Kesha apparently stayed at number one for weeks. So TikTok by Kesha was like the big, big song. I remember that being played all the time. Um, but yeah, but there was also like a few other key things that happened, wasn't there? Like, so <laughs> this is one of the ones I'm just going to mention one first. So 2010 was the year that the, the guys who formed One Direction auditioned for the X Factor. So within the lives of our current 11 year olds, they auditioned formed the band, became one of the biggest boy bands in the world and separated and now are doing solo things all within their lifetime. <laughs> I just can't imagine that. Um, yeah, I was a One Direction fan, not going to lie. I went to a concert. Ah. Great. Um, the Haiti earthquake happened. That was pretty major. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple released the first iPad. Uh, Angry Birds was the most kind of favorite app it was used loads um I actually never had angry birds just oh, did not. I had the free version yeah you had a, a fun slash also terrifying fact for us didn't you I did so um which is basically I think particularly this hits me and Hannah as millennials so if you're not a millennial out here and you're a bit younger or a bit older this may not hit you in the same way but uh there are some people now becoming parents who weren't alive when the first Shrek film came out in 2001. Mm. I read that somewhere the other day. So if, you, if there are like anyone who's like 20, 19 and under getting pregnant and giving birth, becoming parents, um, they weren't alive when the first Shrek came out. So that is scary. That's a shock to the system. But <laughs> um, anyway, so we highly recommend it. It's quite fun to look up sort of what was going on when your various young people were born um because it does put things into context and I think I know for myself sometimes they're going oh what's like a relevant clip to show them and it's like actually are some of these really dated for them like and some ones are a bit more timeless and I think kids films especially Disney tend to be fairly timeless because they just get shown again and again over the years but I think it's interesting for us to think about for sure Absolutely. Shall we do our last topic? Yes. Uh, so this is around digital world, isn't it? Beth? Digital world. Yeah. Got I just made a jingle. Well. Yeah, apparently. It gets a theme tune. So this one I find particularly interesting. So 
as those who know young people, youth workers, parents, etc., um, we know and often assume that social media has a negative impact on young people and on teenagers and kids as well. Um, now, Facebook and Instagram did their own research into um, the impact that their platforms have on the well-being of its younger users. Now, the interesting thing about this is this is leaked information from internal presentations. And what is interesting is that it shows the negative impact that their own platforms are having. Um, and particularly the stuff I'm about to read is about Instagram, which is owned by Facebook. Um, and so this is like uh, they did internal presentations, essentially showing the results of research that they'd done in 2019, 2020. Um, there was a mixture of focus groups, online surveys, diary studies, etc. But I'm going to read out to you three of the quotes that were leaked from the presentation. Number one, we make body image issues worse for one in three teen girls. Number two, 32% of teen girls said that when they felt bad about their bodies, Instagram made them feel worse. And then another one is teens blame Instagram for increases in the rate of anxiety and depression. This reaction was unprompted and consistent across all groups. Like that's some pretty startling sort of research to come out of their own internal I guess investigations because they're not going to be wanting to sway it to make it seem negative and I think it's interesting as well because Mark Zuckerberg who owns Facebook actually you know claims that social media is more likely to have a positive mental health effect than a negative one and I'm like is that because technically the stats are less I don't know it's it's interesting isn't it Han? And why, and why does that first one sound kind of like uh, I don't know it sounds like a kind of sales put like we make body issues worse for one in three teen girls. It sounds like they're almost a bit like, oh, it's it's only one in three. Maybe it could have been worse than that. Um, mm. Yeah, it's very interesting. There was the, the head of public policy as well said issues like negative social comparison and anxiety exist in the world anyway. So why would it be any different on social media? And it's just a little bit of like a kind of oh, it's not our fault kind of approach. Do you know what I mean? And we're not trying to bring out our own opinions here at all, but you know, there kind of needs to be a bit of an awareness of, of actually they are aware that it is having a negative impact and actually just going, oh, well, that exists in the world anyway. We don't need to do anything about it. Maybe isn't quite the right approach, mm. but I think it's just quite interesting that obviously this is something that was kind of supposed to stay internal, wasn't it? And um, yeah, just showing that there is a bit of an awareness that especially Instagram can have a bit of a a negative effect in terms of you know comparison and, and anxiety mm. um and just whether we can I mean we can as individuals I guess as well try and make social media a bit more of a, a positive place and try not to just post like our highlight reels as well um but also it'd be interesting to see like what the big companies actually do to to maybe try and move away from from this so yeah uh, so hello, this is Beth from the future. Uh, we are recording this the day after we recorded the original podcast because we have a little update for you lovely listeners, uh, which is about Facebook. And you might well have heard if you've been reading the news or, you know, around about people talking that Facebook uh, is changing its name. So Facebook, the company, is changing its name to Meta. Uh, but I think the actual platform Facebook is going to be still called Facebook. But interesting that the company has changed its name. So just thought you guys should know. 
Yeah, very interesting. Uh, apparently the name in Greek means beyond. So it's kind of them trying to to move beyond into the metaverse is kind of what it sounds like, which sounds mysterious. Very um, futuristic. <laughs> but it just kind of links a little bit to like what we've kind of been talking about. I can see um, a BBC article um, where they're kind of uh, talking about the link maybe between some of the leaks that have come from Facebook and that are maybe making its popularity kind of wane a little bit. And that might be linked a little bit to the the name change, there's nothing kind of confirmed there, but there is a quote from Mark Zuckerberg who kind of um, created Facebook and and he described the report. So the, the leaked one that we mentioned, and there's been some other like leaked reports, as a coordinated effort to selectively use leaked documents to paint a false picture of our company. So that's just interesting to see how he's kind of responded to that. Some people are, are saying um, it looks like maybe Facebook are trying to divert attention away from the trove of negative stories hanging around the company critics believe facebook has done this because the brand has become toxic so just interesting to kind of add this in and uh yeah we just wanted to really quickly add that in because we didn't want to leave um when there's been an update literally the day after we didn't want to kind of just leave it there so uh we thought we would just update you on a little change to facebook but i believe the app is staying the same so yeah there are our three uh, topics for you guys. So there is only one thing left for our <laughs> podcast. And we're going to sing the jingle as always in three, two, one. Word of the month. We both went really different approaches then. We did. I think, it was beautiful. I think that was actually our most... It was like a postmodern musical. It was great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so today's word of the month, well, it's a couple of words, actually. It's kind of more of a, a sentence, more of a statement, is um, lives went free in my head. You might be like, what does that mean? Basically, when something, you might see this statement, you might see blank lives rent free in my head. Um, so something living rent free in your head kind of means that you can't stop thinking about it might be something positive something negative it's usually when you're talking about your own like when you're saying blank lives rent free in my head you're kind of usually saying that's something positive so you know it might be the bloody blah, blah scene from squid games lives rent free in my head because you know you can't stop thinking about it or you know something positive or that tiktok video lives rent free in my head like i just i like thinking about it it could also be like you don't have to be talking about your own head you could be saying I'm sorry to keep using like blanks but you could be like blah blah lives rent free in blah blah's head like you, it could also be kind of about maybe someone getting inside someone's head maybe it's kind mm. of something to do with like sports people like you know their main competitor lives rent free in their head as in like maybe their main competitors like psyching them out a bit like they're kind of in their head a little bit um so that's kind of what that means really um yeah, do you know if you've got anything to add, Beth? Uh, I don't think so. I think you summarised that wonderfully. Um, in which case, thank you so much, everyone, once again, for joining us for Youth Updates. Uh, we will be back with you again next month with another episode. Do get in touch if you'd like to, to let us know how you are enjoying or finding the podcast. Uh, but we hope you have a lovely rest of your day, whatever you are doing and wherever you are. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.